0: Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor.
1: At Mosaic Business Consulting, we understand that every business is like a complex mosaic of glass pieces. And we specialize in putting those pieces of a business together to create a seamless and efficient operation of your business. I'm Laura Wagenknecht, and we believe in the unique mosaic of our clients' visions, goals, and dreams. Let us be your partner in crafting a brighter future for your business. We have courses in the Growth Accelerator Masterclass Series – and business planning starting soon. Register for a course today. Good morning. I'm your host Lara Vagniknes, president and owner of Mosaic Business Consulting and you're listening to The Mosaic Life with Lara W. A mosaic is a bunch of pieces that when put together make up the whole in a really beautiful way. You've seen those designs on windows. This show plans to discuss the various pieces of a business throughout different industries and how these pieces, when put together, can help develop a better, more efficient and effective running of your business. To reach me, contact bizradio.us. Today, <clears throat> my guest is none other than Caitlin Rep, and she is not your average person at all. Um, Caitlin is a local resident here in Asheville and founder of pre-op solutions, which is a business here serving Western North Carolina with pre-operative home care. So unique. I can't wait to learn more about it. She is a healthcare worker with more than a decade of experience who moved to the entrepreneurial space in early 2023. She runs a healthcare networking group in the area and is a member and volunteer for multiple organizations for our aging adult population in Western North Carolina. And she is here, um, (coughs) sorry, she, she is in her free time, a dog mom, a long distance runner, and enjoys hiking in the area and swimming at the beach. Okay, super jealous of the long distance running and (laughs) swimming aspect. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Caitlin Rep. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Caitlin.
0: Thank you, Laura. It's super comforting and easy to have conversations with you because you were right there in the beginning when I did get to start this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It it was quite the journey, huh?
0: (laughs) It really was. It kind of comes full circle, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it always does, right? Um, But I am kind of curious, what prompted you from going to working in, you know, and with other healthcare providers and organizations to choosing to start your own business? And then eventually, I want to talk about that pre-absolution focus. So if you don't mind just starting us out with how did you become an entrepreneur?
0: No, absolutely. So I have been a long-time healthcare worker, as you kind of introduced in the beginning. And that really was like a big part of me and a big part of my identity. So I kind of stuck with that for quite a long time. Um, I work in the home health setting most often now for the better part of those last 10 years that I've been in healthcare. So Uh working in that setting, I spent a lot of time seeing people after procedures, or after a diagnosis, or in just the end place of, or I'm sorry, not the end place, but the after effects of something that they have been living through.
1: And And so when you're talking about procedures, maybe you could give our audience an idea of what procedures we're talking about, you know? Oh,
0: absolutely. That can be anything from a knee or a hip replacement to that could be a heart surgery, that could be a mm. transplant, that could be a brain surgery. I mean, the the diagnosis base in home care is super, super vast. Right. So it can really be anything that you think of, but especially it's the major surgery place that people see us most often. And yes. in that kind of space too, it was just after so long of seeing people come home who just could have been better prepared for what they were going to endure to get through their recovery, Mm. I just kind of over and over started to see that, like, you know, maybe there is a gap that could be filled here. And I was at a really, really close girlfriend's home of my friend's home, and her mom had just undergone a hip replacement, and they asked me to come over and to change her dressing. And she was talking about how she just wished she would have had this thing, or she couldn't believe that it was that, or that she could have really benefited from this piece of equipment, and standing there in the room with him, you know, it really would have helped you. And then it kind of just snowballed from there, honestly.
1: Yeah, because I'm thinking, you know, I was thinking, well, I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm likely to have a knee replacement in the near future. And I'm just thinking about, well, if I do, um, I wouldn't even be prepared for when I get home, recognizing what are going to be my challenges, Right. And just thinking through, well, will I need equipment? I would imagine I'd probably need like crutches or something, right? So what, what, what would I need for something like that?
0: Absolutely. So each person is, of course, an individual and their recovery is going to be individualized as well. But mm. what we do is like we really hone in on that home setting. So we come in, we help figure out, What kind of things stand in your way? So sometimes that's unclear pathways. Sometimes that's not, if you have a knee replacement and your range of motion and your strength are impacted. If you have a regular tub, that's not being able to get your leg over the side of the tub to take a shower.
1: Wow. Or that's getting
0: up and down from the toilet, or, you know, and all these things that we do day in and day out that are unavoidable. But it's yeah. even the simple things, like if you can't drive for two weeks and you don't have somebody that lives with you to take you places, who are you going to call to help you get yeah. to your follow-ups? Or how are you going to take your lunch from your kitchen to your table to eat if you have two hands on a walker? So oh my gosh, so much yeah. planning and coordination. And it's really hard to do those things when you've already been needing it.
1: Oh my God. Everything you're talking about, you know, it just reminded me of a friend of mine who had shoulder surgery and she has a dog. And so she couldn't walk her dog for a while because, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't use that arm. And so it's like just the things you're telling me about, but I, I would never have thought about the tub issue. I never would have thought about the, the moving the food back and forth from You know, the kitchen to the table, even, you know. Um, Wow. Okay. So that's a lot to think about. So tell me what you do then in your business to help people with this issue.
0: Sure. So a lot of that is just identifying what the problems are so we can really develop those solutions. So when we are seeing somebody before they have their surgeries, we help identify what things would be wrong, like that shower bench or like that toilet topper or like those pathways. And those are things we can easily fix ahead of time. So we bring equipment with us to help fit those things to the person's home and help them figure out what works for them. Uh, We also will go through pre-op checklists, you know, things that really identify each one of these different aspects and help you coordinate. Well, if I don't have transportation for this, maybe I can get this friend to take me or maybe I can coordinate with this neighbor. Or if I don't have the ability to carry my meals, why don't I consider a walker tray or why don't I consider Mm. individually packaged food? So there's just so many different aspects. So we go to our home or to the homes of our clients and we go through these checklists with them and we help them fix those problems.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And I can only imagine the number of checklists you're going to have to have based on um, the procedure they're having, what body part is impacted, um, the support network they may or may not have in the home and outside of the home. I mean, it's it's a, it's a amazing. We de- We don't think about these things, right?
0: Absolutely. It really is just so important. And I know I touched on it a little bit earlier, but it really is just an individual experience for every person. So there's no such thing as a one size fits all in recovery. (laughs) So we just, you know, we try to help people be able to adapt better and to make this an easier process because recovery is hard enough without having to focus on those small details. So that's where we like to land.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. I've never heard of this business. I mean, I've heard of you go to a doctor, they give you some handout often for, um, you know, here's some things to think about. Or maybe they talk to you about a few things like you're going to need to have somebody bring you home from the surgery. um, And, you know, bring you from the hospital back to your home but they don't talk to you about then what right
0: absolutely yeah wow
1: well so why you know not why but um what have you found in your experience as an entrepreneur starting this business what have you found went really really well doing this and what have you found is perhaps one of the biggest challenges you've run into
0: okay um I actually, I think I can answer both of those with kind of one answer, honestly. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Great.
0: Well, I mean, in the beginning of like making that transition for me from that being just in the healthcare space to also existing in the entrepreneurial space mm. was a, a bit challenging of a transition for me. Like I remember when I was planning for my branding shoot, right, and organizing who the models were and what settings we would use and how many dozens of pieces of equipment I'd have to transfer to each house. And I remember actually talking to you, Laura, about a couple of days before it was going to happen. And I was like, you know, I'm just struggling with even how do I want to show up? And you said something to me. "Oh, like, Why don't you just show up as yourself? And it <laughs> had not even occurred to me. As oh wow, it sounds, it just hadn't even occurred to me. And so... I say all of that to say that being able to transition into that just be yourself, which I am a healthcare worker who is running a business now. And I think that has been something that has been a really helpful shift. And that's Mm. really helped me to be able to also speak better to the people that I need to speak to. So like in Mm. my own marketing, when I'm speaking to clinicians and providers and surgery staff or hospital employees, when I'm talking to the people about what I do, I'm like approaching that from the standpoint of I've been in your place and I've seen the people in this place and this is why I know this can work. Mm. And then also remembering too that what appeals to me and as a person who comes from that space is is that quantitative data, is that like hard clinical evidence is that case studies, those kind of things were things in my own career that have spoken to me when it comes to introducing something new. And now I can use those things to speak to people and explain what I do. Because if I, if I have the time to sit here and tell you a story about the hundreds of patients I've seen that could have benefited from our services People say, Oh, that makes total sense. I totally get that. But it's being able to take that part of me that understands what I needed to hear to speak to other people about it.
1: Oh, yeah. I think
0: it's been really, really helpful. And that's been something that's made it seem a lot, I feel, and is a lot more successful. And it's also, you know, I don't know, it's just made it feel a lot more like a flow. Like it's Mm. in those times that I know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because it gets easy. It's easy to talk about those things. (laughs) It's easy to talk about the numbers. And, you know, you just kind of get in this place and you're like, I know I'm fitting exactly where I'm supposed to be.
1: Yeah. And, And I think what you're talking about is that hump that so many people have to get over as an initial entrepreneur where they don't know what to anticipate. But then there's suddenly this light bulb moment. That's what it feels like when, with what you're talking about, where it's like, oh, so I am doing everything I enjoy. And it's working. And this is really cool.
0: Right? Right? It can be all of those things.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, it it didn't feel like that at first. And, you know, it was so much learning and like, who do I want to appeal to? And, you know, making efforts to appeal to everybody because there's, mm-hmm. I do by this time have a lot of experience and I am able to help a lot of different people in a lot of different walks of life. But mm. really honing in on this one specialty and this one niche of this is something I'm exceptionally good at. And these are people I can provide an exceptional experience for.
1: Yeah. Wow. And you really speak so well and so effectively about the idea that making your niche smaller actually helps you get more people, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also been cool because in turn, doing those things really well has also led to some other opportunities, which is, of course, beneficial, But Mm. it's just been like a a secondary, you know, of people who are like, well, I'm not having a surgery, but I could really use this help with figuring out what I need in my home. Can you help me with that?
1: Oh, wow. We can
0: can help with those things and we're able to provide services in that way. We just really, really focus on on the pre-op place.
1: Oh, that's really interesting. I hadn't even thought about that, but that's absolutely the case. And I think what you're also speaking to, which is really cool, is that even though they're not your target market, they do. you get these other clients unintentionally, right? That people will come to you or people will ask you similar questions along the same vein, but that you get these people who gravitate towards you and you're not even really reaching out to them. Just because you do what you do.
0: Absolutely. And what a yeah. gift that is, right?
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Whoops. Didn't know that one. Okay. <laughs> um, well, and so if, um, as you move forward with this, as you've moved forward with your business, what have you found that has been one of the most rewarding parts of what you do as an entrepreneur?
0: I think I would probably have to go back to being able to kind of see some of this stuff in numbers and in data. Hmm. You know, it's it's been, of course, it's unbelievably helpful to hear from the experiences of people that we help once they're recovered, that, oh, I'm so glad I had this, or I couldn't have imagined what I would have done without it. Those things are, of course, rewarding, but what I think has been probably the coolest part was seeing some of that be able to translate into like actual quantitative data.
1: Like we did a survey.
0: Yeah. We did a survey at the end of the year into the beginning of this year. And we did, it was over 150 people and it was identifying details about pre-op experience, post-op experience, and then just in general, like the patient's subjective and objective experience around surgery. And while not all of them had pre-op services ours or those that are closely similar, those that did, 96% of people reported that their services helped improve their recovery, that they were more knowledgeable about their recovery ahead of time, and that it was instrumental in reducing stress, anxiety mm. and negative emotions, and 70% mm. of people reported that it improved their recovery time. And like oh, when wow. I look at that number, I mean, that is 70% of people who got to go back hiking sooner. That 70% of people who got back to work, that 70% of people who got to watch their grandkids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like that was such an impactful thing to be able to see, and and it was a blind survey. You know, we didn't; these weren't our favorite people that we called. Right, <laughs> so right. We didn't say nice <laughs> things. You know, this was like a, a completely blind experience, so it was unbelievably rewarding to see that, and mm. then to be able to share that with people has been probably one of the greatest experiences out of this.
1: That is such, you know, and it, 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 it speaks to accountability and responsibility as an entrepreneur, but it also speaks to the um, what data can do to feed you and to build your business and to strengthen the arguments that you have of how good you are or how valuable your service is or what you can do to benefit others and things like that. It's so important.
0: Oh, absolutely. It was a game changer for us. I mean, it's because you don't just have to take my word for it anymore. You you don't have to hear me listen to these 150 other people that live in your community. Right. You know, that's really, I just, I could not speak highly enough. I took my time Mm. on commissioning something like this. And if I could go back in time, I would have done this so much sooner because it has really been just a way to propel forward.
1: Well, and I really like you talking about how you had wished you'd take your time. I think there are so many people that feel that pressure to move forward quickly. I know I was one of them um, because there's so much information getting, you're getting barraged by information every day, all the time. And you're like, Oh, I need to go in that direction. And Oh, I need to do this. And Oh, I need to do that. And I just love the fact that you said, Wait, I took my time and did this because I knew it was a critical element to propel my business forward.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, um, what if if you could tell entrepreneurs, something critical, a lesson learned, that you felt was important, what would you tell them?
0: A lesson learned. Yes. I would probably just say, trust your instincts and oh. trust who you are. I mean, there's a, it's not for the weak, right? <laughs> to take all these <laughs> shots in the dark and just try to like give it a chance. But it's something that I'm so personally glad that I took the leap to do that for others, I mean, it's just worth it. It is worth it to try. I know for myself mm. that if this did not turn out to be the success that I dream of, I would still be so grateful for the experience. So mm. I don't know, just giving it a go and taking every opportunity. And and then also, you know, and the more I think about it, probably the biggest thing is then also learning what doesn't serve you, and, you know, kind of thanking it for the time it did and then moving on to the next thing. Because as, oh, I as love someone that. who works and does so much of this by yourself, it's so hard to find enough time for each task. And for me, that had to look like, you know, taking some things off the list that weren't serving me.
1: Yeah. So I
0: could really devote the attention to the things that are. And that's been a big game changer as well. Of just pick one thing and focus on that really hard, and then let those results determine the next step.
1: Wow, fantastic advice! I love that. Thanking you, thanking the things that aren't serving you to move into space that is. But let me thank you so much. Um, if people want to reach out to you, how can they contact you?
0: Sure, sure. So um, we are. We have a website. It's preopsolutions.com. We are on Facebook, which we post on pretty regularly. You can find me personally, Caitlin Rep, on LinkedIn. And I also have a Facebook group and on the Meetup app for a healthcare workers Meetup group. So if this comes across the ears of anyone in Western North Carolina who's just looking for connection with other people within the industry, um, we would love for you to attend and be a part of that group. But you can find me in those places.
1: Fantastic. Wow. This is so good. Well, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your journey with us. It was so informative. Thank you very much, Caitlin.
0: Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun.
1: No, oh, it was great. It was great. And thank you for listening to The Mosaic Life with Laura W. You can listen to this episode again and get this great content or listen to other great hosts and their shows by going to bizradio.us and click on shows. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.